Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Film Haven Reviews. I'm your host Sawyer as always, and today we are starting a new theme, and that theme is not the theme that I said was possibly going to be done last week. Um, I alluded to doing a general's military theme um, in lieu of the Napoleon movie coming out in Thanksgiving, um, but I decided not to. And the reason is pretty silly. Um, the There wasn't good posters for the movies I wanted to do. Uh, and that's a big deal for me. I know that uh, a lot of people listening uh, don't follow me on Instagram and stuff and watch my Instagram, but I do my written reviews and I've been doing that longer than the podcast. And my aesthetics on that Instagram account are very important to me. And I love the posters and I just couldn't find any posters for the movies I wanted to do that were good enough for me. And I, that's like really nitpicky of me. Um, but that's just how it is. I also uh, don't really have a lot of time these next few weeks. Obviously, Thanksgiving's coming around. Uh, holidays are starting. I've got school. I've got work. I've got lots of stuff going on. So I just really don't have enough time to sit down and watch three to four hour movies and really like get into the history behind them and what they represent and all that kind of stuff. It just that's gonna get it's gonna get a little crazy um, if I try to do that for this next theme. So what I've decided to do is move on with another theme, and that theme is uh, sci-fi mystery, which we will get into in just a second. But I am also going to do a review on Napoleon, but I'm just going to make it kind of like a special episode that's outside of the themes system. And maybe one day we'll get into general uh, movies, but that's just not going to be the theme. So for this next theme, we are getting into sci-fi mysteries. Now, this is not like big, epic sci-fi movies. Um, what it is actually, I, you could also maybe call it from what I'm seeing, because this is I've only watched one of the three, but it seems like this is going to be more of like a sci-fi indie kind of thing going on. All three of these movies seem to have pretty low budgets, so I think it's kind of like independent filmmaker uh, sci-fi mystery. I, the big thing to me was that there were some sci-fi elements and that there were some mystery elements. And some, you know, just something a little different. I just wanted to watch some movies that were thought-provoking and maybe just a little different. Not uh, just a weird mix of a few different kinds of genres. Because sci-fi movies, uh, a lot of times, are relegated to um, really philosophical films. Which this one is definitely within that realm. But I'm thinking more like Star Trek and stuff like that. Or it's action, like like the Star Wars movies, like fantasy. It's not sci-fi fantasy. I was looking for a little bit of a smaller story with just a little bit of tinge of sci-fi. And, and that's exactly what we're getting here in this movie that we're talking about today. And that is the 2014 movie Spring, which I've had on my list for a while. I've been knocking it around for a little bit. And this was kind of a good way for me to put it within a theme. Um, so with that being said, I, I, this may be a shorter episode. I'm not sure. I, I think I'm kind of shooting myself in the foot a little bit by doing a uh, mystery theme. Uh, but we did pretty good with the horror mystery thriller theme. But the whole point of a mystery is for you to not know what's going on. So I don't want to talk too much about like kind of the mystery of it or the revealing the mystery because I do try to stay fairly spoiler free. Um, for the most part, I like to kind of tell you up tell you the narrative up to the hook of the film just to kind of get you engaged if you haven't seen it um but in this case it's kind of it's a little hard to talk about the movie without talking about not so much the twist but kind of the without talking about spoilers i guess is a good way to put it 
But we're going to try our best because I think this is a movie that deserves an episode just in the sense that if you haven't seen this movie, I really recommend it because it was actually uh, a surprise for me. I thought it might be cool, but it definitely didn't go in the way that I was expecting. Um, for example, on IMDb, this movie is a horror romance sci-fi, uh, which you don't see those three things put together very often. So it is a very unique film, and you will see if you watch it. Also, the director and writer, Justin Benson, um, I looked him up. It turns out he's he's done a few episodes now of Loki and um, Moon Knight, which I loved Moon Knight. Uh, so he's now like a Marvel director, which is crazy because this movie is definitely very low budget. But, it, you know, some people could complain because they're like, oh, Marvel is taking up all the creative directors and making them use... Uh, use them for their IP, which I totally understand that. But at the same time, I'm also happy for this guy because he he did a good job on this movie and now he's probably making some pretty good money. So good for him. Anyway, so let's talk about the synopsis for this movie. Basically, we have the main character, Evan, played by Lou Taylor Pucci, who I really like this guy. I've only really seen him in one other movie and that was the Evil Dead remake from 2013, which is one of my all-time favorite movies in general. Uh, and he was a great character in that film. So this was the only other movie I've seen him in. And he did a great job in this as well. So I would love to see him in more movies. Anyway, so Evan is having a bit of a bad time in America. So his dad died of a heart attack. And about a month later, his mother was diagnosed with cancer. And he had to cancel his college plans in order to go home and take care of her for a while. The movie starts with her dying and him kind of going into a tailspin because uh, he doesn't really know what to do with his life. He's having an existential crisis. Um, he gets into a bar fight with a guy who's just picking on him in the wrong time, and he ends up you know, beating the crap out of him, and now he's, the cops are after him. You know, It was a very immature thing to do, but he was also kind of in the throes of uh, despair. So before his dad died of a heart attack, they had planned on going to Italy after Evan graduated college. But obviously that's not happening now. And he talks to a friend who basically says, like, your life is a mess here. You should just go and recenter yourself by going somewhere else. And so he kind of on a whim just decides that he's going to go to Italy. And in doing so, he meets up with a few uh, ne'er-do-wells, I should say, these British guys who are just in... Um, taking a holiday so that they can just drink and smoke and party and do all that kind of stuff. Um, but he kind of tags along with them until they reach this uh, small village on the coast. I'd say it's supposed to be like the southwest coast of Italy because Mount Vesuvius is in the background. So you're kind of in the far outskirts of Naples. And he kind of gets stuck there. Not so much stuck as he, they split ways, him and the British guys. And he's kind of just hanging out, doesn't really know what to do. So he answers this flyer to work on a farm in exchange for room and board uh, with this old Italian guy and just kind of starts to try to live some sort of life. I think he's just, once again, in this existential crisis, he doesn't really know what to do. And so he's just moving from one day to another. Meanwhile, he meets this girl who he wants to date, but she seems very urgent about just kind of hooking up and then but he keeps bumping him to her after she wasn't initially into him actually wanting to take her on a date. Like he wanted to romance her and she was like, nah, let's just do this. And so their initial encounter didn't work out so well, but now he's running into her uh, in the village all the time and they start up this relationship. Um, but there's more to her than meets the eye. 
And that's pretty much all I can say. And that's kind of the problem, right? Uh, this is a mystery movie, so I can't really tell you more about her issue. But I can say that there is a sci-fi element to it. And what's interesting about this movie is that the sci-fi element is mixed in with a like mythological element. And I think that's a really interesting um, slant to a sci-fi film. And this movie is technically considered sci-fi, but at the same time, it's kind of a creature feature. But at the same time, it's really just a romance. It's like a romantic comedy because there is a lot of humor in it. It doesn't, but it doesn't play with all those normal notes of a romantic comedy that you're used to. So it's like, it's a really weird amalgamation of genres and storylines and narrative structures but at the same time it there's a sci-fi element to it because the elements of the creature quote-unquote that could be considered mythological also there's an understanding because it's modern day science that there is an understanding of what or how the creature works so think of it this way just so i don't reveal anything i'll just use like a different example that may be comparable so say that someone like a minotaur exists in real life, like Perseus and the minotaur. The minotaur is actually real. And then the minotaur was to live in 2023. Uh, nowadays, if someone was to look like half bull, half man, they may actually be able to run tests on the bull and be able to figure out what it is, the genetic makeup that makes the bull man combination hybrid work. And if you understand what I'm saying right there, you might understand kind of like the sci-fi element of this movie. It's more of like a biological sci-fi than it is um, microchips and AI and all the kind of future things that you would think uh, of when you naturally think of sci-fi. So this think of sci-fi, but retrograde, like thinking backwards, sci-fi looking back, things that were mythological that can now be explained by biochemistry, which... Wow, isn't that so cool? That's such an interesting idea. So on that front alone, this movie is worth watching. And if that interested you at all, if you haven't seen this movie, please go watch it. Um, it's on Tubi right now. It's free on Tubi. So you just have to deal with some ads. Definitely worth a watch. Um, but anyway, so one of the best things about the movie as well is that it's actually very philosophical, like a good sci-fi movie should be. Um, but philosophical in a little bit more of a romantic way. Like I said, there's a romance here. It's very interesting because a lot of romantic comedies, of course, the the answer to the movie, the answer to the main character's problem is to just be in love with a girl or a boy or whoever it is. And in this movie, just thinking about it, I feel like Evan's journey, like there's obviously this existential crisis that he's dealing with and he's dealing with it actively even at the same time that he is wooing or starting this relationship with Louise it's definitely boosting his happiness in life to have this burgeoning relationship with her but at the same time these still these nagging issues of life and death are really are really weighing on him and um, there's also this whole side plot with the old farmer where he's having conversations with him that are kind of leaning into these philosophical quandaries about life and death and eternity and um, living in the finite versus living in the infinite and what happens after you die or if it really matters. I mean, there's so many things that, that are being discussed here that I think it elevates the romance aspect of it because Luis has her own angle on life and death and eternity 
that is very specific to her unique personhood. I am being intentionally cryptic when I say that. But the point is, is that she's got her own philosophies on eternity and Evan has his and their conversations between each other, especially towards the end of the movie, are really enriching and uh, thought provoking and really, you know, make you sit with some concepts once the movie's over. You really like I remember I watched it with Ali and we both like really enjoyed this film. Uh, Me definitely more so than I thought in the first like 15 minutes. And one of the reasons why I love it so much is because I've been thinking about it like afterwards. We watched it just last night and I was sitting there, you know, right before bed, brushing my teeth, just thinking about it, like what it all means. And it was like it was a very beautiful movie, Um, beautiful, not so much in the cinematography sense, although there was obviously you're in Italy. So there's some great settings there, but beautiful in the sense of this this kind of love, this romance that they were promoting within this movie, despite these two characters not knowing each other very much, they really kind of explored what love means and what it is, what it means to love and what it means to sacrifice for love and also what it means to appreciate and love life. Uh, like talking once again about eternity or being finite and how humans, we live only these so many years and how that makes us appreciate every sunrise, every sunset, that kind of talk. And I thought it was just, it was a really contemplative ending to the film, especially that last third. Those concepts really stuck with me. And of course the movie is called Spring. And a lot of the movie revolves around fertility, the bringing of life as well as the ending of life. And there is just so many different ways that they approach that subject within this movie that's also a sci-fi film and in a weird way a horror film now the horror aspect is not very strong but it's definitely there and that's a completely different tilt to the movie and and in general you know like i said at the beginning it it is a low budget film and you can tell that it is um for one thing if i was to have like one complaint is that the movie is very overexposed like the lighting Uh, of the camera is very overexposed like if you're in the daytime in an italian coastal city it should not you should not whitewash the cameras i don't know what the deal why they did that but there were some very overexposed scenes some scenes were absolutely beautiful Uh, actually there's like there's a scene where he's uh evan is driving into a valley where it shows mount vesuvius and it's i mean it's absolutely stunning and there there's just the setting in general and at that coastal town in italy is beautiful on its own but i wouldn't necessarily credit the cinematography as much as i would the production coordinator who decided to go to this location to film Um, but anyway so especially when he's in at the beginning when he's in america there's a really uh low budget feel like i was almost like is this like a college movie like this is this like a a, a student film almost uh and but it got better as it went on um by the time once he gets to the italian village the movie picks up like a lot and there are some funny parts into it too like ali kept saying like is this a comedy like is this a she kept saying this is a comedy and I had a hard time like agreeing, but at the same, like, but it, after a while I realized like, yeah, like the movie does have a lot of comedic elements. It's not like a procedural comedy, but it has a lot of comedy within a lot of jokes, a lot of times where you're going to be laughing. And I think that that's a great part of it too. So this is the strangest romantic comedy that you'll probably ever see because it doesn't follow any of those rules other than there's like a meet cute and that there are these two characters whose romance is at the center of the film. 
so yeah i i think i can pretty much leave it there there's a lot to chew on in this movie i think i'm gonna give it an eight or an 8.5 ali gave it an 8.5 but some of those technical things are making me kind of want to give it an eight but you know what it's a low it's a low budget project a good movie should make you think and i've been thinking about it all day and i thought about it all last night and i think it was a really beautiful movie and i would actually watch it again so i think i am going to give it an 8.5 i think i agree with you ali that um the movie is very beautiful in both uh its concepts and its intention and i think that it's very unique and that's the kind of those are the kind of movies that i want to watch i felt like i was watching something special by the end of the film and because it's so little and because it's kind of like a sleeper movie i think that elevates it a little bit um in, at least in my heart like in a, it, it has like a special place with me now um so you know what 8.5 out of 10 incredible film great start to this theme and i can't wait to get into the next movie which is going to be the 2013 film coherence which I don't really know much about what the movie is. I just know that it's a little trippy. It's a mystery sci-fi drama, and that's really all I know about it. So I'm going to just go in blind, and we're just going to see uh, where it takes us. So that's this movie, Spring. Really good film. Can't recommend it enough. Watch it on Tubi. So yeah, that's it for this week, and I hope you guys have a great week, and I will see you next Friday.